Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 7, Episode 3, titled The Realness of Fortune Ball. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one really fortunate co-host, unless he leaves and I'll just talk mad shit about him, uh, from the podcast Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo, please say... Fist me hard in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Nathan uh, Brown. Uh, Hello, Nathan Brown. How are you? Hi, Joe. I'm well. How are you? Have you ever fisted someone hard in the ass? You know what? I haven't. I'm not really interested in fisting. Could I give me an honest question? What if what if there was a guy like you and your boyfriend, you're super into him. What if he were to say, like, okay, I've never told you this, but I've had this fantasy of being fisted. I'd be shocked mm-hmm. because he's not even that interested in bottoming, bottoming really. But I would say for you, sure. Oh, you would. But it would. I would, but it would take um a lot of a lot of work. I believe you might need to you know do some rehearsals before the big show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That no, yeah. Uh, that's you know what's so funny is I've seen videos where this happens, and I'm like that seems intense oh i know and like the after effect like i know some people love that image of a, a big gaping bussy but not me oh yeah you know what's so funny is do you know who this only fans megastar raheem shabazz is no okay so he's like this only fans huge star right and he has a gigantic penis okay and so it's sort of like it seems like it is like you get the blessing if he does a collab with you, right? Mm. So, like, it's sort of a big, it's like an honor to have, be, if you're a bottom, <laughs> if you're a, a porn star bottom, to to be with Raheem Shabazz. It's a feathering and cap. It's, a, it's so to speak. And by feather, you mean a you know, nine-inch <laughs> dick in your cap being your asshole. And yes. Yeah. And there are some on there, some of the more famous ones, who I've seen, I've done research, you know, and they're taking it like a champ right and he's gigantic right and i'm like when you're older that's not gonna be cute oh no there'll be a lot of flatulence and like colostomy bags and yeah yeah i mean i guess i guess a butthole is very um i don't know elastic and bounces back elastic yeah yeah but you are violently shoving something up that wasn't meant to be violently shoved up. I mean, when you put it that way, yeah. Yeah. But I think that there are older gay men who do have that problem. They're just lo- too loose. We're just like, they, they can't... Like, you know, like, when you have to, like, go poop and you can, like, hold it because you're like, oh, shit, I, I gotta... Oh, yeah, they, they can't, can't do, do that. that anymore. But if they... 
are into fisting, then like they don't have. To oh no, they're into fisting. Assume, no, so, it's like, just like, yeah. But um, so the trade-off is probably worth it. Yeah, you think so? I think if you're super into getting fisted, and then you're like, yeah, I'm loose, I'm loosey goosey. But don't you think? No, this could be wrong. This could be wrong. But don't you think at a certain point when you at a certain age, and it's not you know. Not that you stop having sex, but you just don't have the violent, crazy sex you used to have when you were young. But what do I know? Maybe you do. Um, you're like, oh, I wish, I wish my shit would stay in my body. You know? <laughs> yeah. Back in the old days. Yeah. Back in the, you know, in, in the old days, if, you know how like you want to take a shit, you don't have to. I don't have that ability anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But I, I do think, like, when you get that old, like, you're heading in that direction anyway. So you may as well take a fist or two on the way to that incontinence error. This week, the girls solve a puzzle in the mini challenge and serve three looks in the realness of Fortune Ball. Jada Essence Hall and Trinity the Tuck are named the top two all-stars of the week. And each win a legendary legend badge before duking it out in a lip sync battle for their legacies. After all was said and done, Jada Essence Hall was named the winner of the lip sync and chose to block Jinx Monsoon. Nathan Brown, why don't we get down and name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not? Sure. So the first thing I liked was the before and after concept for that second runway look. Oh, I thought yeah. it was really uh-huh. fun. Uh-huh. I thought there was some creative mashups there. Uh-huh. So I thought that was a cute idea. Did you like that? I actually really did like it. I said, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, why didn't I think of that for my one of my two things? Well... You know, so mm-hmm. my um, second thing I liked was just Jada blooming into who we know she can be. It was so nice to see her feel more comfortable and like make her mark and feel like she's, you know, part of the winner's crew because she had that little storyline at the start where things were a bit shaky. She was yeah. like, unsure of herself. So it was just really a strong episode for her. And I enjoyed seeing that. Yeah. My thing I didn't like, it's a bit of a nitpick, mm-hmm. but for a ball, this wasn't that challenging. Like ultimately, they were just assigned a color. There was no unconventional material like cake, candy, no money, no dumpster diving. It was just like, oh, you have a color. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you all. know what? You're right. That's a good point. I never thought about it. It was just and, like a color. Yeah, I didn't really think about it watching the show. But then afterwards, I was like, that's not that challenging for an all winners season. Mm-hmm. And Jinx is like crumbling about it. But it's like, you know, it's just fabric. Yeah, Jinx was like falling apart, which you, I mean, I guess she never anticipated she'd be on a season again, but like she was, it was like, okay, calm down, Jinx. Like, it, but, it, but you know, again, when there are no stakes, it's, it's fun. It's not like that. You don't mm-hmm. see the person sweating, but even Jinx was having fun. She was just like, well, yeah. As long as they recognize it's a dress kind of thing. Uh, okay. So one of the things I liked was Aiden hasn't seen my, Aiden, my boyfriend hasn't seen the episode yet, right? Okay. And we, he was asking me about it. without you know, He wanted information without me giving too much away. And I said, you know what it is, is the episode was fine. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But again, and I know this is, we're, 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 we're I'm, at least I'm teetering on the brink of just, yes, mom of the house down boots, you know, but like mm-hmm. these personalities are so interesting that even yeah. this whatever episode made it. Very interesting. And even the look, someone who's not that interested in the looks, the charisma behind the looks, the talent behind the looks, the personality behind the looks made 
you think about the looks a lot more in a way that you wouldn't really usually think about it in any other kind of way, as, you know, as if like Laurie were walking down the runway. You know? <laughs> yeah. The other thing I liked was the Vanna White gag. I have notes here. I'm reading my own notes about Vanna White gag. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I, I have no connection to this Vanna White. Okay. I'm yeah, glad I, I was that. not getting it. Um, just because I, I think we had our own version of Wheel of Fortune in Australia, but like okay. years ago, and it wasn't a big thing. Okay. So, so I then, wasn't gagged. I'm glad you said that because when the Viv, when the Vivian turned the corner, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, they told her to do that. Well, I assume she got the prompt saying, bring a Vanna White look. And she said, who the fuck that? And so she yeah. did some Googling. So she had a vague recollection of but who But don't was. you think the producer would pull at least her aside and be like, listen. Play along. When you walk out, Vanna White's going to be sitting there. We know you don't know who she is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. The reason I don't think they told all the queens is because Evie went a very long time before she realized it was Van. Like, Evie's walking, walks uh, over there, and then I think she's thinking about it, and she goes, oh, that's Vanna White. And then she's like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know? But she was on such a random part of the stage. Like, who yeah. else would it be? Yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, did someone storm the stage? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's why I don't think they told all the queens. But I think for sure they to- they had to tell the Vivian. I'm like, why would she but know? do you not think... That, like, after the first person did the runway and went back, at, back, they were like, oh, by the way, Vanna White's out there. But they all went out and went, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, surely you know by yeah. now. I know. It was sort of crazy. Uh, okay. The one thing I did not like. Now, by the way, I want you to know, and I put this in the note. I am really trying to find something I didn't like. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, actually, this really didn't bother me at all. But the closest, the closest, and this is not a dislike at all, was Trinity and Monet can't be that dumb about the alliance. Where I was like, okay, this oh, yeah. alliance stuff is getting stupid, right? Well, and the thing is now five people are in on it. So it's really just two people, Raja yeah. and Vivian, who don't know about the alliance. So it's, like, yeah, it's not going to work. I don't think Evie knows either, does she? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like you're painting more of a target, really. Yeah. You're basically seeing who the girls see as competition, and they don't see Evie, Raja, or the Vivian as competition. Well, well, technically, they didn't tell Jada. Shay told Jada. That's right. But you've got to be careful in who you tell, because people are going to talk. Yeah, Jada's so going to tell Monet said she's watched Survivor, but I don't think Trinity has. So Trinity no. went off and did her own little chat and fucked it up. Yeah. She's telling too many people. And I feel like on Survivor, you can find little places, where, you know, behind a tree or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Everyone can hear them in the workroom. Yeah. We should have, you know, a, a, a legendary Survivor contestant is a big fan of the show. Uh, <gasps> yeah, she contacted us during the hiatus. Kelly Wigglesworth. Oh, my God. Kelly Wigglesworth? Yes. She is a huge fan of our show, and she's a huge fan of Evan and all everybody here. And so she will agree with us. She can attest it. But at Survivor, you can pull someone aside. And yeah. uh, go behind a tree or in a cave or something like that, or behind Jeff's ego, and you can <laughs> get some alone time. This workroom, there's no hiding. No, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and like it's already so obvious. Like Jinx walks up and she's like, "So what's the alliance talking about?" Well, yeah, because <laughs> everybody knows. Volume. Because if yeah, like I said, I I know they've made it a little bigger because of COVID, but I've been in the workroom when they had it at DragCon one year. And I, mm-hmm. I, I tell people, it's smaller than you think. It's not little, 
but it's smaller than you think it is. Definitely to the point where if two people are like, <laughs> you're going to clock that two people are standing yeah. next to each other and whispering, you know? Yeah. And that all the cameras are looking at them. And I think Trinity needs to self-reflect because, yeah, Monet's getting the better deal. Yeah. And I do think Monet would turn on Trinity at the end. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. All right. Well, we covered that part of the show. All right. Next, uh, after Jinx's win, the queens congratulate Jinx on her win, and Jinx explains her block. Uh, Shay implies that there's more than meets the eye to the Platinum Plunger, and Trinity plays along with the ruse. The next day, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini-challenge, Hungman, a before and after puzzle akin to Wheel of Fortune. Jinx fills in the blanks first and wins the mini-challenge. Next, RuPaul announces the maxi-challenge, the realness of Fortune Ball. Each queen each queen will model three looks on the runway. Vanna White realness, before and after, and realness of Fortune of Eleganza, which they will have to make themselves. The Wheel of Fortune of Eleganza, is that what it is? Really? The queen well, spin a wheel to determine color palettes, but also to win some Cash, let's talk about these moments here, uh, Nathan Brown. What were your thoughts on everything that happened before the title screen, after the title screen? Any any big thoughts here? Well, so my first um, big disappointment was when they played Hangman. Yeah. I prefer when it's a bunch of pit crew when they have the letters hidden in their pants or like written on their underwear. Mm-hmm. So to just have the Hangman on the screen, I was a bit disappointed by that. So I don't know they if that's a COVID thing. a pit crew guy clothed. And every time you guess, they take they take off a piece of clothing. <gasps> yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. They did Hungman, but they didn't actually do the Hangman. Yeah, no, they actually and, just uh, did Whirl. I know, and it went on for so long because, like, why was Manet asking for a Z? I was like, come on, bitch. And then, like, surely they packed a Vanna White look. So why did it take them so long to guess Vanna White? I ha- you're saying all these things I have in my notes. One, now th- th- this came out before Whittle, Whittle, before Wordle came out, right? Whittle Pill. The Whittle, yeah, before Wordle Pill. And um, so, okay, but those were weird letters to guess. I would guess, because you don't have to really buy vowels here. And I would <laughs> guess like really common letters like C or R, N or something like that, S. Yeah. And they were doing all kinds of random shit. And then you're right, because Jinx goes, Vanna White Party, which you would never get from that. But she did because she remembered, like, oh, we had a prep of Vanna White look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's Vanna White Party. Style. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was really, really, really dumb. Uh, I wanted to go back to the beginning of the episode. I will sure. say I really enjoyed Shay being funny about the platinum plunger and making them think that there was more to it sort of sort of secret and like playing oh my god and trinity knowing to do that you you thought it was dumb i thought it was so dumb i was like shay what are you talking about this is so lame no one's gonna believe that and then they started believing it and i was like oh these dummies (laughs) well because it's not out of the realm of possibility then they're like you know like you get the platinum plunger and rupaul's like you know uh Plungeroo, I see you, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Plungeroo. Then Trinity didn't say anything last week. I know, I know. But there's I did th- like how Trinity went with it. She was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Well, you'll just have to find out. Uh, so that was very funny. Um, and then Jada's just confused. And she's like, I get confused playing Clue. And I'm like, Clue's not the most confusing game. Clue is not hard. <laughs> Clue is not hard. I will say, though, I was talking about this puzzle that they actually did do. I 
I watched it twice, and I was trying to put myself in the position that if I was a contestant on the show with cameras on me, would I understand the rules of what she was trying to say? Not, not at all. And I was also thinking, like, is this actually on the screen, or was it green screened in later? Because they were having trouble visualizing it. Like, they yeah. were guessing things with too many letters. Raja just said, fist me in the ass, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is, that, that what you're saying doesn't fit. Yeah, it was it, it was very very strange. I think they didn't understand, but I don't blame them. Cause I don't think I would understand because RuPaul just kind of read it really fast. She's like, "Yeah, we're just doing a game before and after." And he's coming the wedding, and she's like, "I was like, what? I would okay." Like I didn't yeah. really get what was going on there. I think like the before and afters is the same thing with like the dirty charades that Ru loves, and I think he's mm-hmm. talked about it a bit, mm-hmm. like because he loves an old little word game. But mm-hmm. yeah, you would be confused. Yeah, you would. Uh, I did write that these queens would be horrible at Wordle, which, by the way, Wordle sort of sounds like it'd be an Australian word. Yes, yes. Isn't a it? Wordle is a very complex term here. Uh-huh. Um, if, yeah, it, it's... Sunday company. Wh- when, yeah, yeah, when you're feeling a bit sick after mm-hmm. eating too much dairy. Yeah. Um, you get the Wordles. Yeah. And it, it, it's just like a, it's a stomach bug type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. That's why I, why I waited yeah. to talk to you about it, too. Yeah. I thought it was one of these things where you were like, crikey, I was walking through the bush in a woodville on top of my head, you yeah. know? Now, yeah, did you think I was Australian right there when I said that? I, honestly, I was transported back to, yeah. to the homeland. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are in the homeland. How far oh, are you fair. from Sydney? Um, About an hour and a bit. About a wordle and a half. <laughs> and- <laughs> Three wordles and a shake. Yeah. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this question. My, it, this, it's interesting that this came up today. Uh, somebody I know is in Sydney right now. They, they were there for a work thing, but they've been there for like three weeks, which I know it wasn't a three week thing. And I was like, wait, aren't they going into winter right now? What's the weather there like right now? Yeah, it's starting to get a bit cold. I was saying though, I would, you know, they have people who have that endless summer. Uh huh. I would do the, I love winter and fall. I would, if I had the money, I would stay in, in the U.S. during fall and winter, and then when spring hit, maybe I hit some spring here, but like when it started to warm up, I would then head over to uh, Australia and live there and just do winter and fall there. I just want to always be in winter and fall. Well, the good thing about our winter is it's not that bad. So if you just like a, like a, a nice little chill in the air, great. Yeah. Like if you're interested in snow, don't come here. No. Have you guys ever have you ever seen snow? Yeah, I mean, we get it in, like, the mountains where you can go skiing, but it's, mm-hmm. like, a, a lot of the time they use that fake snow to sort of make it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, it doesn't really snow here. And some parts, of course, yeah, sure, but n- not where I live. Hmm. Interesting. By the way, going, because you notice how all the queens were like, meh, when they turned the wheel, when they spun the wheel, it was like, eh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think they were They're told- doing the Jade Jolie thing where they don't yeah. lift more than, like, two pounds. I have a theory on why they did that. I because one of the you know what the most one of the most common questions I get about the finale is mm-hmm. is the wheel rigged like what what happens and I'm gonna tell you they edit the fuck out of that because when they spin the wheel at the finale it goes forever <laughs> right and then when you see it in home they've cut it so it's not mm-hmm. that long but IRL it goes for a very very long time so I think they were like don't do if we'll be here for a year, if you do it really hard, because if you go through it, oh, like, and we already were there for a year, yeah. So like we'll be here forever. Just do a soft spin because we'll we'll be here all day. 
You know? Yeah. That's my theory why they did such soft spins. Um, the EV money, the EV bit with the money, that was super hilarious. And then Viv won Yeah, because I was thinking like, oh, good for Evie. She's finally won some money because she's not going to win any this season. And then she lost it all, which was <laughs> hilarious. But then Viv won some cash for the first time ever in Drag Race history. I know. Good for her. Yeah. I know. I, I was very, very happy. And I'm going to say something about Trinity. She has a great slow burn look. Very like Jack Benny-esque where she, you know, she got the she's like i want to get this and then like she didn't get it she did that like look at the camera with like the (laughs) the deadpan yeah the deadpan look it was great she's really good at it she's very very funny yeah she is all right any other thoughts here nathan brown nah all right in the workroom the queens work on their looks roger draws inspiration from a fabric tube and shane stresses about going bridal with white during the table visit jinx admits she hasn't advanced her sewing skills since season five, Rue asks Monet why she hasn't gotten the plunger yet. Jada uses different textures to give her look depth. And Evie hopes to show something unexpected on the runway. Trinity finishes her look early, impressing the other queens. Meanwhile, Jada worries she bit off more than she can chew. Shay and Jada shout out Monet's big booty. And Trinity uses her extra time to help Jinx improve her look. Let's stop right there. Nathan, your thoughts and everything that happened there. Well, a lot happened, and yet there's not not that much to talk about, really. Like you said earlier, you know, it's just fun to watch them interact and be themselves. There's a few things. I think you've said, you know, there's no risk of going home, so you've got to take risks. And I think mm-hmm. with Viv being like, I'm just going to wear the colour blue, and that's a risk for me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you could, you could go a bit out of the box. Like, what yeah. she ended up creating was great, but I was like, well, that's not taking a risk when you don't go home like you may as well go balls to the wall and try something you know mm-hmm. yeah with the rest of them it was just fun it was good to see a bit of the jinx narcolepsy back um and also shay singing in the wait, workroom wait the jinx narcolepsy was back you just see like two seconds of her sort of just like with her head in her hands like nodding off <laughs> oh i missed it because i actually wrote in my notes what the fuck ever happened with jinx's narcolepsy <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she ever had narcolepsy technically, but it was this I, little I want like, everyone to know that Nathan Brown is saying that, not me. I will always believe someone if they tell me that there is some sort of neurodivergence going on, right? Or some sort mm. of neural disease. So if I'm taking Jinx at her word, I want to know why. I want to know how she got this miracle cure <laughs> for her narcolepsy is all I'm saying. But I believe well, I, think I, I believe she has it. Yes. Well, look, you no, told me she. You saw her nodding off. Um, yeah. She could have just been bored. Maybe it was she in her was hair. Not a great time. <laughs> maybe she had narcolepsy in her hair, and then it <laughs> her hair fell asleep. Her hair fell asleep, and that explains a lot. Um, you know, so I was very worried. So when I watched, so I, first I watched once just to watch it, just to have fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I watch it a second time, and that's for the notes, right? Yep. And it was during this bit, everything we just talked about, that I took, I literally took zero notes. I put, like, no, all my notes says no comments. And I said, that's, <laughs> that can't be true, right? So I went back, and I watched that entire segment a third time. Yeah, nothing. Still no notes, nothing. I had no comment. That, no, again, that doesn't – to show you that, it, I, that doesn't mean it was bad. I was thoroughly entertained, but I had yeah. no notes whatsoever. 
Uh, all right. It's runway day, and the queens put the finishing touches on their looks. Trinity whips Jinx with a homemade riding crop and firms up her alliance with Monet. The Twinners Alliance tries to recruit new members, but Jinx and Shay both pass on joining. Your thoughts on everything runway day? Yeah, we talked a bit about the alliance chat earlier, but I do think... Monet and Trinity approaching Jinx is a bit misguided because she notoriously came mm-hmm. up against an alliance and won. So, like, yeah. if you're looking for someone to join in an alliance, it's not yeah. Jinx. That's a good point. Like, I never thought about that. She would be definitely anti-alliance. Yeah. You're right. Totally. That's a really good point. Like, you're making up notes, notes I never thought I had. Yeah, go on. Uh, well, that's about it, actually. Um, yeah. You know. This is one where I'm like okay with not having notes. This is okay. In this section is where I talked about the the weirdness of the alliance, which we had talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And this is also where I wrote, "What the fuck happened to Jinx's narcolepsy?" <laughs> so we've already talked about the things I had in my notes. So why don't we do this, Nathan? Why don't we take a break? And when we come mm-hmm. back, we are going to talk about the rest of the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice is back, motherfucker, with a vengeance. We are here now. It's actually time, and I actually did something I have not done in a long time. I used to do this before, where with the looks, I actually took notes. Wow. Right here. Look at the screen right here. (gasps) Wow. Yep. So we are going to go through the look. The first look we have... And we'll do the uh, tutor boot here. Okay. Tutor sure. boot. And uh, we're going to do that here per usual, the way we're used to doing, we used to do it in the show before. Mm-hmm. Well, I, thought, I will say with, yeah. with the Vena White looks, I'm sort of just like, yeah, they're all fine because yeah. I don't really know if it's Vena White or not. Yeah. Well, I stopped doing it because we used to have a show in this network called Bring It to the Runway. Used to have. <laughs> we used to have a show, but now that we don't, got canceled. I gotta, yeah, I gotta bring uh, the looks back. Uh, all right, let's talk about the first one: the Vanna White realness. No, Vanna White. Is that called Vanna White realness? Vanna White realness. Yeah. Vanna White realness. I didn't want to expand the cells, so I just put Vanna White. Uh, first, we have down the runway of Jinx Monsoon. What were your thoughts here, um, Nathan Brown, on Jinx Monsoon? I thought she looked good, and she was lucky in that she was wearing black, and Vena was wearing black, so she dodged a bullet there. Yeah, it, it, tutor boot. Two. All right, very good. I'm going to tell you, it was a two, but it wasn't very Vanna White. That's where we're, There's some tricky ones here, because... Yeah. Like, and this is a good And example. that went over my head. Yeah, it was great, but it just was like... Fashionista matronly lady. You know, mm-hmm. 
So, it was just know. gowns. Yeah. Beautiful gowns. Yeah. Uh, Shay Coulee. Well, there's actually one person who really nailed it, but we'll talk about that in a second. A couple of people, actually. Shay Coulee. Your thoughts on Shay Coulee? This one I thought was fine. I, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a toot, but I'm not really passionate about it. It's another toot, but uh, this one is, again, not very Vanna White. Sure. Yeah, very good. Next, we have Monet Exchange. Uh, I will boot this one just because I feel like there was too much leg slip and I was already getting the impression that Vanna White might not be a show her coochie type of person. And you are very right. We agree once again. Nathan Brown. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Jada Essence Hall. I'll give this a toot because I thought she looked lovely and I think maybe she had the best Vanna look. You, once again, you and I agree. It was very pretty and very Vanna White. Yeah, she really captured sort of that, like, you know, it's, I know Vanna White still, uh, but I think there's a very 80s aesthetic that you associate with Vanna White, and I think Jada really <laughs> nailed that. I thought that was really good. Next, we have Raja. What are your thoughts on Raja? I think Raja did good, so I'll give it a toot. I assume this is a more, yeah, 80s Vanna White look. Yeah. Raja nailed it. Like, when you're thinking Vanna White, Raja nailed it. A hundred percent. That's what you're thinking when you're thinking Vanna White. Is that very 80s look. Evie Oddly. Boot. It was dreadful. It was horrible. Yeah. I don't know why you would do an interpretation of Vanna White when the challenge is Vanna White realness. Did you peek at my notes? Yes, a hundred percent correct. <laughs> the Vivian. I'm just really good. I'm really good at this. So. Yeah. The Vivian. Uh, um, yeah, I thought she was good. She was fine. Middle of the road, but I'll give it a two. Yeah, this, I, I gave it a two-two. Just like I guess if a person who never heard of Anna White heard about her one time and was like, okay, I guess like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, Trinity the Tuck. I'd say she was great. She was up there with um, Jada, I think, in just like looking the part as much as I would assume that is the part. So two, a hundred percent. Wow, Nathan, a hundred percent. All eight, Nathan. We agreed. Down the line. All right. So next we have the before and afters. Uh, I'll tell you what they are, and we can go from there. Uh, the first one down the line is Jinx Monsoon. Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> and she did whatever happened to Baby Jane Fonda. Your thoughts here, Nathan? I loved it. I thought it was really clever, and in Jinx's, like, wheelhouse, like, it suited her aesthetic, so I give it a two. Yeah, you're... Right on the money again, Nathan. Really nailing both looks and really truly combining Barbarella with whatever happened to baby Jane. You could see both of them in there. Are you just agreeing with me because you you don't no. like talking about the looks? No, I like, have them right here. Well, all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All um, right. Shay Coulee. I thought this was bad. It was boring. It was simple. She just did that. Oh, oh, wait, no, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. No, I did think this was bad. So Gold Tooth Fairy. I thought it was lame. I didn't get yeah. it. Like, Gold it's not that fairy. clever. Everyone else did pop cultural references. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a Tooth Fairy that uh, steals gold teeth. Whatever. Well, also, those wings were flopping around. They made them look really cheap. I don't know if they were cheap, but it made them look really cheap until it was a, it was a boot for me. Next, we have Monet Exchange with Bob the Drag Queen Elizabeth. Your thoughts on that? Thought that was a hilarious concept. I wish there was more of the paint drip. Like, that didn't mm-hmm. really pop out. Um, but she did the purse-first thing. I thought it was a good concept. Mm-hmm. So I'll toot it. I wasn't a fan. <gasps> I thought it was lazy. 
Uh, I thought it was more Queen Elizabeth. Didn't wasn't a big fan of Monet's look. I'll be honest with you. I didn't hate it. I was just like meh. I suppose. Sure. Enough for me to disagree with you. All right, Jada Essence Hall. She did Bag Lady in red, and I thought yeah. it was amazing. I thought it was so smart for her to do an unconventional material in a ball, and it looked gorgeous, and it was fun and smart. I know this might be controversial. I wasn't a fan. I Why wasn't not? a fan. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I just I thought I thought it, they were living for it, and I was just meh about it. Did it give you like Jan flashbacks because of the backpack? I didn't think about that, but it could be that's what it was. I, I just think, was just yeah. like, man, it, just, it seemed a little on the nose. I just wasn't a big fan. Raja. On the nose, that's the challenge for this Oh, one. true. Raja came as Olivia Newton-John Waters. Your thoughts on that, Nathan? I think this lost her the challenge. I mm-hmm. think you could not see that mustache. I was squinting and squinting, and I couldn't see it, and so that just flopped it out for me. 100% I agree and I also agree it lost her the whole challenge yeah I think she would have won did, yeah I think she would have won if it wouldn't have been for that because I was watching it a third time and I could not see that fucking mustache I couldn't see no it. For, I tried so I just saw her doing Olivia Newton-John and was there something else she could have done besides just the mustache baby you know I know it really I know they were suggesting she do the hair but you know what else she could have done that would have been not that and I know this is technically not that but John Waters and Divine are intertwined the way like Lori and I are intertwined. So she could have yep. done the like the divine sort of makeup eyebrow thing. And I think that mm-hmm. would have given you more John Waters. Like Olivia Newton John with that like eyebrow thing, perhaps. Might That's have, a good idea. And the mustache. Because I know it's not John Waters, but he essentially with her created that character. And he's she's so associated with John Waters. I wouldn't mm-hmm. think it'd be out of the realm of possibility. Um, all right. Next, we have Evie Oddly as Cardi B. Arthur. Your thoughts on this? I think this might have been my favorite concept, but I've, as with Evie, I think the execution's not always there because she's, I think part of her persona is just that she's a bit of a mess. And so yeah. I think I need to get over that. But the, wi- the wig was shit. The outfit did look not as great, but I loved the idea. I 100% agree with you. I was like, I wish that we would have seen more B. Like, maybe come out yeah. in, like, a caftan or something more B. Arthur. It just seemed Cardi B with two, a gray-colored wig that she took off. Yes. Yes, that's that's exactly right. You with Yeah, with B, you could have done, like, she'd always have that high shoulder thing. She's always yeah. covering a neck. And, like, yeah. there's always zippers in random spots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we have the Vivian. Uh, she was Princess Diana Ross. Yeah, I liked it. I thought she really sold the different personality types. So, like, the look maybe might not have been super strong, but she Uh came out all shy, and then she did the Diana, like, hair bop, which Mm -hmm. I thought was fun. But it it, it is middle of the road. 100% agree with you. She looked great. I I saw what she was doing. But, yeah, you're right. In terms of what everybody else is doing, the definition of middle of the road. And then, finally, Uh we have Trinity the Tuck with... RuPaul Charles II. Your thoughts here? You know what? I liked it. I love a dandy king, and I just think Michelle Visage can go fuck herself because she's like, no one knows who Charles II is, and it's like, read a history book, Michelle, like, just because you don't get it. And, like, he's a king. What's there to get? Like, what don't you get? Stupid Michelle. I'm actually, I can't believe I'm saying this. 
Him Michelle there. and I had the same thought independently of each other. Wow. Where I was like, Charles II, especially if, she, if Trinity's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I was like, <laughs> I was like, why didn't she do RuPaul Charles Nelson Riley? And I know a lot of the kids don't know who Charles Nelson Riley is, but that's not necessarily important because Charles Nelson Riley was such a character. You could have a hundred percent done RuPaul as Charles Nelson Riley with actually probably would look a lot like Milk. Remember when Milk did RuPaul? But he did yeah. the RuPaul the man. It would have looked, looked a lot yeah. like that, Boy. or maybe done yeah. the, with the hair. But like Charles Nelson Riley was from that era of like Paul Lind of these gay guys who couldn't be gay officially, but they were super gay and everyone knew they were gay. And there was that wink and a, you know a, a nod that they were gay. You know, Rip Taylor I think was the same way too. And so, yes, the audience probably doesn't know who Charles Nelson Riley is, but could have easily done that or even rupaul's suggestion of charles rupaul charles manson you know yeah a different charles you know but like well there's lots of charles's you can do i think she just wanted to do a king look yeah what if you wanted the rupaul charlie brown that would have been fun yeah you see there was i don't know it was just sort of weird so uh i didn't hate it but it to me was closer to raja's fail as it was as a success so right. All right, finally, we have the realness of fortune. Jinx Monsoon came down the runway. She was the lavender fields of Provence, France. Uh, your thoughts on Jinx Monsoon? Bless her heart. I mean, what can we say? It, it sort of looks like her season five promo look. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's a boot. Uh, thank God for Trinity for helping out. Yeah. Although, did you notice that like in the lip sync later... Um, Trinity made that star out of the purple fabric, and I'm like, oh, she just helped Jinx out to like steal some of her fabric that she was cutting <laughs> off. Yeah, she's like, let me help you out there. Snip, snip, snip. snip, <laughs> she snip, was, snip. Like, smuggling the fabric. Yeah. And meanwhile, Jinx turns around. There's a, a cutout star <laughs> in her outfit, and you're like, huh, yeah. that's odd. Huh, that just happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, so wait. So you Do- like their? And I agree. Yeah. So I'll, it was I'll like, oh, you know, a for effort. You know? Yeah. But it was not very good. All right. Next, we have Shea Coulee. She did the White Cliffs of Dover, England. Uh, Your thoughts here? Yeah, this I thought was really boring and simple. I I felt like she knew she couldn't be blocked, so it was just little effort. I I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. It was constructed well, but you're right. It was boring. She did nothing with it. It was like, let me just construct a decent dress. I know how to do that, (laughs) but I'm not going to put any thought into this whatsoever. I agree with you. All right, next we have Monet Exchange. She was doing the Emerald Isle of Ireland. Your thoughts here, Nathan Brown? I liked it. It's not amazing, but I was comparing it to the sponge dress, and so I saw progress, and I'll give it a toot for progress. Uh, I'm gonna disagree. I did not like it. I thought it was better than the sponge dress, but I just wasn't a oh, fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't, you can't win all the challenges. All right, Jada Essence Hall. I thought it was she, amazing. She wait, hold on. She did the Black Sand Beach of Big Island, Hawaii. Go ahead. Sorry. I thought it was amazing. I, I liked all the different textures. I thought it worked really well. And yeah, I'm glad she she said she was being ambitious. And I'm glad she was. I thought it looked great. I thought it looked fantastic. And I, I lived. I loved it. Uh, next, we have Raja. She was doing the Golden Pagoda of Yangon, Myanmar. Uh, your thoughts here? She looked incredible. I think it's the top two. She gave herself a shoot, and I think I agree. It was just really impactful. 
that big frilly thingy that she had, the poofy thing. <laughs> I loved it. A hundred percent agree. It is the look of the night. It was amazing. Yeah. I can't believe she did that. I know Trinity gets the same compliment too. And I don't know that, no, you know, we have a, a person who's a seamstress here. So maybe she can weigh in on Trinity, but, uh, they were talking about, Oh my God, what she did was so hard. But like, I don't know. I was very impressed with what Raja did here. And yeah, top, that was the top two of the week for me as well. We have next, we have Evie Oddly as the pink city from Jaipur, India. Your thoughts on Evie Oddly? Oddly. I thought it was a bit of a mess again, as per usual with Evie. Like she said, well, she generously called it a cape, but I was like, that's just a sheet of fabric you've got wrapped around your neck, doll. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know if that's a cape. Mm-hmm. So, so oh, nope, sorry. Mm. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit here. I, you and I are on the same page, but I think I've turned the corner. I'm like, this is fucking easy. You know, so like, I'm I'm getting there, but mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Like in other words, I think for some people you would say, okay, they're just throwing together. That's what they would do, but they they need to finish a dress. But I think this is what Evie would do if she had all the time in the world. Yeah, I know she's got an aesthetic, but I still think it's an ugly aesthetic. Okay. But at least she knows what what her vibe is. Fair enough. All right, next we have the Vivian. Your thoughts on the Vivian? She was doing the Great Blue Hole of Belize. Yes, so I thought it looked really good. It was impressively constructed. It was a bit Bianca Del Rio-esque, I thought. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not amazing. It's not, like, show-stopping. So I'll toot it. Agree. She gets a toot from me. She looks great, but it uh, it's just not putting it over the edge for me. And then finally, mm-hmm. we have Trinity the Tuck. She's doing the Red Square of Moscow, Russia. Uh, your thoughts here? I loved it. She, it was very Trinity. She had the hip out. She had the butt crack. She had the whip. It was it was quite impressive to see that she did all that so mm-hmm. quickly. I agree. Now, I don't usually look at the Discord, but I'm going to look at the Discord here to see if SDC, our resident professional seamstress, what she has to say about Trinity. We're getting an expert opinion here from SDC. Um, okay, so she says... I will just say, Joke, con- yeah. congratulations on doing the looks. You did a really good job. Because you know you're what? Before here, we go to well. before we go to SDC, I'll tell you why. This is what I was talking about earlier in the show. This speaks to the quality of this cast and this season is the way they carry the looks. The way they are as people makes you care about the looks. So there go yeah. the ergo. I have an opinion on the looks. Why in the fuck would I ever care what Candy Ho walks out in? You know, exactly. The only thing I would want to see her walk out in is a guillotine. And then she walks on the runway and uses it <laughs> on herself. Anyway, so SDC said our resident seamstress, both Raja and Trinity were incredible for different reasons. She said about their final looks. Trinity's outfit, any mistake would instantly show with that fabric, and it didn't. She said, unless mm. it was all hidden under that necklace. I came to before she got to the Raja part. Um... So, Deckhead wants to know, was there a message at the start of the episode about the episode being filmed before the Russian invasion of Ukraine on Paramount Plus? Yes, there was. Did you get one, Nathan? No. So, I watched it on Stan, Uh which is what we get it in Australia, and there was no message that I saw. Oh, there was a message here, 100%. Mm. Mm -hmm. It was the message just like, look, we hate Russia. We accidentally mentioned Russia. Whoopsie. Yeah. They had uh, they had Vivian come out and do a message, and she was as Trump, and she was like, "There was no collusion." <laughs> I can't do Trump, whatever. 
Uh, all right. Well, those are the looks. On the main stage, RuPaul names Jada and Trinity the top two all-stars of the week. As the top two queens, they both win a legendary legend badge and battle it out in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. The song, Green Light by Beyonce. After the lip-sync, Jada Essence Hall is named the winner and uses the Platinum Plunger to block Jinx Monsoon. Nathan Brown, any final thoughts on the episode? I have a couple. So sure. I think it was really nice that Jinx gave Trinity some credit during the critiques. Yeah. If BB was on this winner's season, we would not have seen that. So true. I think it was very classy of Jinx. Uh-huh. When um, Michelle said that Shay was one of her top two, I almost fell off my chair. Yeah, she's crazy. Um, I, she's crazy. And I thought the lip sync was amazing for Jada. Jada's Lip sync look was incredible. The way mm-hmm. that outfit moved was yeah. so good. Her hair was great. I love when someone spins a big long pony. I just loved yeah. that. Kind of wish Trinity interacted with Jada a little bit less in the lip sync. Yeah. She was getting a bit too in her face and I was like, just back off, babe. And that's, and I do, I, I'm starting to also think that some of the looks that they're t- changing into for the lip sync is a bit jarring. Some of those looks that people were getting into, I was like, oh, that's what you're wearing, but it doesn't yeah. matter. So you touch on something I kind of wanted to touch on, which is what is this new thing Trinity is doing (laughs) where it's like, because when Trinity, before she came on, no, I want everyone to know. I think Trinity is truly hilarious. Like she Mm -hmm. is very quick and very funny. But when she first came on the show, much like Alyssa Edwards, she was a pageant queen. And when she did lip syncs, she took them very seriously. And yeah. something has happened where she has now turned into rather a pageant queen as a comedy queen. And she's doing the lip syncs in a comedy fashion. And I'm, and I guess to me, if Jinx did that, that would make sense because that's just Jinx. But it feels mm-hmm. like Trinity, Trinity could have turned out this lip sync like nobody's business and if it, not necessarily serious. Fashion, but like in a not comedy gaggy. Fa- and I don't mean gaggy like she gagged us, but more like doing jokes and gags and stunts like and whoopee cushions and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, when did the because the, the, the ones that we've seen so far this season, she she does a comedy take on the lip sync, which that bitch can dance and that bitch can do a lip sync in a very like serious make you gag way. And I don't know what's happened. Well, could there be? <laughs> Something going on where she doesn't want to win the lip stink. Yes. Lipstick. Lipstick. Oh, fuck. Yes. No, lip sync. And then have to block someone. That's because what I think, too. Seen, That's my conspiracy, the, too. Because you're like, Monet lost a lip sync, hasn't been blocked. Yes. And then it, it's only the, the people who are getting blocked the next week are the ones that won and won the lip sync. Yes. No, wait. No, I don't know. Trinity got blocked. It doesn't matter. But generally... I, I think maybe it's not advantageous to win the lip sync. I agree. I agree. I think I kind of think it's what she's doing. She's blowing mm. it without blowing it. So yeah, yeah, that's what I kind of think it is. You're right. So and those are the only other notes I have. You have anything else? Maybe? Yeah, same. That's me done. All right. Wow. You see, we did it about half. The, imagine if Lori was here. We. Uh, oh my god, mate. She knows how to ramble. Oh, you're telling or me. Or waffle or wassle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever she talks about. I cut it out of the episode. Remember she told that super long story about her Vietnamese family? 
Yeah. And, and, like, and all the racist comments, like, it, oh, I feel uncomfortable. It took me forever to edit those out. Well, it's hard, yeah, because yeah. it's just, like, constantly peppered throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, well. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7. So, for Nathan Brown and myself. Sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Bettens on Instagram at Joe Bettens. Special thanks to our expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnes Yesho Pinska. Alex S. April Pacheco. Sky, Brad Coley. Karina Williamson. Dave O. Deck Head. Elizabeth Timmer. Emma E. Smith Boastful Cake J. Thomas Plank Jesse Harris Anonymous Lauren Eckert Doofus Maximus Lucy Carrasco Luke Stammen Mercedes Muller Nicholas Springham Nikki Baker Poppy Woods Ricardo Herrera Robert NYC Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.